But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed, and so I spoke. We also believe, and so we speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and will bring us with you into His presence. Yes, everything is for your sake. So that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary. But what cannot be seen is eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. The Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I read this text this week, I was, my mind was caught in that notion that grace has a goal, that grace has a purpose. And surprise, people of God, it's not you. Now that might seem awkward. For most of our life, we've been told that the purpose of grace, the purpose of church is, is me. Grady shared some things with us about the purpose of the church and how it cared for him and supported him. How it loved him in the midst of his suffering. And he shared with us that all of that was done through Christ. And while we may be the vehicle of that peace, while we may be the ones who speak words of peace, ultimately that peace does not come from us, but from the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Do you hear the difference? Some of you may not know, but if you watched Grady talking and you saw his, his, his chest rising and falling, Grady was struggling to breathe. To be able to talk loud enough so that the camera could hear him. What you saw was a video of a person who truly was suffering as he spoke those words. But I wonder if you heard the grace in those words. Did you hear the faith in Christ in those words? Did you hear the faith of a life lived under the umbrella of the church and in the hopefulness that one day His body would be raised from the ground, a body sown in perishability, raised imperishable. That one day God would be glorified by His presence and that He would be meet is Christ. The purpose of grace, the purpose of grace, the goal of grace, 
is to create that same gratitude in each one of us. Because, dear ones, gratitude for the grace that we have experienced will get us through any suffering that comes later. Because if you're grateful for the grace that you've experienced in your life now, it means that you truly have experienced that grace. If you find in your heart a gratefulness for who God has been for you, then that means you truly do have faith in God. We cannot be grateful to someone in whom we have no faith. I was caught by that. Listen to what Paul says again. Everything is for your sake so that grace, as it extends to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving, may increase gratitude to the glory of God. The gratitude of the church, the gratitude of the people of God glorifies God in the world and shows other people that it's possible for God to not be the absentee landlord that other people claim God is. To not be some watch-winding deity who doesn't participate in the actions of the world, who's not involved in our lives but sits back and watches in sound judgment with the desire to just blink us out at any moment that we might fail. Gratitude opens the door for the world to see the glory of God nailed to a tree. To see the love of Christ as representative of the Father Himself. One who comes to us to say, I love you this much. Gratitude for the grace of God opens the possibility that other people might know the grace of God. I wonder, dear ones, do you have anything in your life to be thankful for? Is there love in your life? Have you known the love of Christ? Have you witnessed it? As you imagine Him on the cross suffering for you. Paul says, that image of Jesus suffering on the cross... Christ crucified is what has enabled Him and His companions to go on through all of the things that they have suffered. Listen to these words. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed. Oh, listen, if you want to sign up for that kind of attitude in your life, it begins with admitting that you have experienced the grace of God and becoming grateful for it. Because otherwise, every time something bad happens to you, your lament will be, woe is me. Your lament will be, why can't my life be as good as my friend's life? You will look at other people and say, must be nice. But if, if you will admit the grace of God that gives you breath, if you will admit that you live and move and have your being in Him alone, that it's by His grace that you are allowed to be, by His grace that you have any hope at all, then, dear one, you can be grat grateful. And gratitude will infect your life. And God's grace will be known by others. That's what Paul is telling us. 
they go forward in gratitude to make the grace of God known to any who will listen. And so he says, because I believed, I spoke. He's quoting Psalm 116.10 if you want to look that up when you get home. Because I believed, I spoke. And so thinking about the tie of grace and thankfulness of grace and gratitude, I took to Google Images and I Googled grace and gratitude and wow, look at that. That popped up. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And I thought, man, I wish I'd have thought of that. I could have got the old Scrabble board out if we have it still and put some words up there. And I said, I'm going to use that photograph which means then that I have to find the person who took it so that I can get permission because we don't steal things in the church, right? And so I found Laura Lee and I sent an email to the email address that was listed as a contact for her and this is what I asked. May I have permission to use your photo, Scrabble Words, Grace and Gratitude on worship on June 6, 2021. The service will be in person and streamed via Facebook Live. And she said, Hi, Reverend David, I appreciate that you asked, because most people just steal people's art. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> Our printers in the crowd say, Right. <laughs> Absolutely, please do use the photo in worship. Great subject matter with great gratitude, Laura Lee. P.S., she said. And this is what I want you to hear. It is only with God's grace that I was able to create and photograph the words on scrapbooking paper. I had a breakdown 20 years ago. It was a true dark night of the soul. It was more peaceful to be asleep than awake. I wondered where God was because I was a good person. I surrendered. It was then that things turned around. I had severe depression and anxiety. Medication and plenty of self-reflection and therapy stabilized me. The gift was photography, where I started a greeting card company with a major market in 12-step recovery. We are all in recovery from something, if you really think about it. I was never a drug addict, but was addicted to perfection and striving. Cutting the ties that bind me. Anyhow, a little bit about the background of the photo. I replied, that is profound. Isn't it miraculous that God meets us in such simple things? May I read your story as part of the sermon? And Laura Lee replied, What is even more profound is that when I was 10 years old, I asked my parents for a camera to take on a school field trip. I always took pictures of nature. The camera fell by the wayside once I was striving for my career in my 20s. Guess I wasn't listening to my true calling, so God decided to shake things up with the breakdown. I like to say breakup because it was needed to find my true self. I'm a better person for having had the experience, plus I have embraced that inner 10-year-old child of mine who wants to take pictures and co-create with God. I have come full circle. Yes, 
You can share my story. I hope it touches someone. I wonder if you heard that God met her in her suffering by being there, present in her life, ten years before it came. By giving her a tool to use to climb out. A way to serve God when she surrendered to God. By giving her an interest in a camera. I wonder, dear ones, in what way has God already been active in your life Preparing you so that when you suffer, you can turn to God and surrender yourself to what He might be doing with you in the midst of that suffering. This person's entire life was changed. And now her artwork is being shared in a church, in a sermon, in a worship service. Years later, and in a totally different place in the world. This is how God's grace works. God works in little things to get our attention, to equip us for those times when God will seem far away, to give us things and people to bring us back, and all for the purpose of creating in us grateful and thankful hearts for the grace that we have received. Are you grateful, Adna, for the grace that you have received? Are you grateful for what God has seen you through? If you are, I pray that you will take up Paul's resolution. And because you believe, speak. Tell your story. Be like Laura Lee and share the words of hope that you have of how God showed up in your suffering and brought light to it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.